You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL, and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, and down in Texas, Graham Trainer. When it comes to 25-year-old Alexander Davis, Jerry, you are the father. Oh, yes, I did see this. I wasn't going to bring this up. I was going to allow you to do it. Jerry Jones. Jerry, 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 Jerry. Jerry Jones has an illegitimate kid. <laughs> what? No. I mean, if someone said that to me walking down the street. News? Yeah. If someone said that to me walking down the street, I'd just go, yeah, mm, makes sense. Yeah. What? What's more, we'll get to this too, teaser for the rest of the show. What's more unsurprising jerry has an illegitimate kid or ben simmons got booed at the sixers game honestly well philadelphia is an inevitable booing in city philadelphia. yeah yeah that's uh that's one of those things where surprised no jerry jones having an illegitimate kid it's like oh i thought i thought everybody knew that we just didn't know the identity you know how old is this yeah, guy i'd say pro, pro the the what how old is this guy the kid? Jerry Jones? Jerry Jones' kid. His kid? Oh, it's a lady. Alexandra? She's 25. Oh, I thought he said Alexander. Alexandra, 25. No, no, no. Not the great. Yeah. So that's a uh that's 25 years ago. That makes Jerry Jones 72. Ooh. I didn't even do the math on this. We didn't I didn't go into so it was it was 25 it was during the clinton administration he was looking up to clinton Ooh, I, oh i oh. already have a conspiracy in my head uh -oh. that was quick all right <laughs> let me let me just look up jerry jones's age real quick i'm gonna guess 78 to 82 range He's uh, so he was yeah 79 he was doing so horizontal mambo when he was 54 52 that's good yeah 54 54 and Good so that's him. um i told you about that bunker massey i, I conceived in the bunker <laughs> you did <laughs> oh boy that was Don't 19 forget. that was 1990 that was the late 90s man that's when that was going on yeah so like whatever yep. anything anything Somewhere goes back love. then yeah um what what let's let's talk about this for a second the only i scrolled past that headline OJ didn't click. yeah I did not click the mm -hmm. link. I saw it. I moved on with my life. What is the story wrapped around this? Is is Alexandra suing? Is she just coming out in public? What is going on? I'm kind of hoping it's like, uh, yeah, kind of like, you remember the penguin in Batman Returns when he kind of comes out of the sewers and he's like, hey, I had, uh, I was an orphan of Gotham's, Gotham's rich and I want to get back at society. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Another yeah, Batman reference. Batman movie. I've seen one. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so I'm hoping. I'm thinking she's come back and she's maybe looking for like retribution, or maybe she maybe she wants to be loved. I don't know. Maybe she just wants to sit in the box and watch Dak throw the football. I mean, I can't blame her. Sounds <laughs> sounds pretty sweet. <laughs> she can she can now rub uh, Jerry's glasses instead of his worthless son up there. Yeah, I think it's right now. I think it's like. <laughs> I think yeah, she can she can sub and be the intern. 
I'm the glass, the eyeglasses intern. I'm thinking it's kind of a like shedding light on a monster, a sexual predator monster and saying like, yeah, my mom had a, my mom had a money deal with him, hush money. And I don't, I don't like that anymore. And I'm an adult. I'm going to break that, that chain. Well, all right. Well, welcome to mainstream news, sister. Jerry, you're, you, I can only guess that your past is checkered. That's a, that's going to be a pretty fair guess of mine. I mean, I already forgot Calvin Ridley got suspended for a year because Jerry has an illegitimate daughter. So that's how NFL news cycle goes. There is a lot to cover. And this is a packed show. The NFL news cycle dominates once again this week. It is. For March, it's a packed show. Yeah. Right now, we are uh, mid-conference championships this week. A lot to unpack. We have Coach K's final game, which is great. We have NFL news from Calvin Ridley to Aaron Rodgers to Russell Westbrook. Not even we're going to talk about Russell Westbrook, Russell Wilson, excuse me, is now a Denver Bronco. These are the points we're all talking about both. Yeah. And at the end of the show, we're going to go ahead and look ahead to the NFL season and see which division has the best quarterbacks now that the AFC hint, the AFC West is completely stacked. So that's our show. I think we should get into it. Uh, So let's huddle up. The huddle. The huddle is the good news of the week. Bring it. The critical number of the week. Something you were stuck on. Your quote slash question of the week. And your goat of the week. The greatest sports figure of the week. Is that what we're calling it? Goat dubs? A goat is greatest of all time. So it's a goat of all time, but only of this past week. So it's like it's making fun of those that say goat for every player in every sport. Yeah, and I think it's worth mentioning that UVA has is uh, down to UNC at the half, thirteen points 13. scored. Thirteen. Yeah, that's a that's a critical thirteen right there. What are we doing? Who's critically critical condition? I I went to I was gonna go I was getting into bed last night and I looked at my phone. There was a minute left, and they looked like they were gonna blow it against Louisville on Wednesday night, and I was like. Hill, I gotta go watch this. And it looked I mean, we're fifteen and two against Louisville overall. And it, <coughs> it looked terrible. It's so terrible I choked him on spit. It's that's how bad it is. You okay. I'm I'm I need some water, so take the lead here. But UVA is looking like trash against the UNC. Yeah, thirteen <coughs> points oh. to the half. I really we were uh, we were trying to bring on uh guests recent national champion daniel yes. stelling but he had internet issues he is at tpc sawgrass so he's on site at a sports event right now live live from live. north of jacksonville florida somewhere tpc sawgrass players players championship is this the fifth major Near trevor lawrence land urban meyer's there i'm sure yeah he's definitely on site but they love him mm. in jacksonville um so the huddle what is your speaking good of, what is your good news speaking this- of illegitimate no, speaking of Ill- illegitimate, Urban Meyer, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Yeah, yeah. No, you're good. Um, so what is your good news of the week, trainer? Wensington, D.C. Linsing- Carson Wentz is now a member of the uh, Commanders. Are they so going to stick with that name? Or they're they going to stick with it. Keep changing the, the logo. Are they going to keep that name? Or yeah. Uh, Massey, um, the GM, Martin Mayhew. He traded picks and decided to pick up the whole salary on Wentz 
this is now this is how many picks in his career he's been traded for or been involved in trades with three first rounders two second rounders three third rounders and one fourth whoa wait how many picks is that total nine uh six two yeah nine good job Carson Wentz uh, cut by the Colts or traded by the Colts because of his A, erratic play, and B, his lack of leadership. Carson Wentz, this is his final stop on in his career, right? You go to Washington or you go to, go to Jacksonville or you go to um, try to name the Texans just to die, just to let your career die. Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. Jared Goff. Well, Jared Goff actually that that's that's the first two picks of that draft. Like look look where they are now. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was oh good, good point. Who's better, Goff or Goff or Wentz? Um that's that's a great point. I completely forgot about that. So your good news is the fact that Carson Wentz is moving into the NFC East with your Cowboys. Yeah, sorry. The grander picture, this is a little teaser for later for for quarterback grades. The NFC East is now Dak Prescott, Jalen Mr. Trade Rumors, and we're going to put Minshew in for you, Hurts, even though he takes you to the playoffs and he's awesome. Um, Daniel Jones and Carson Wentz. So, you know, should be uh, smooth sailing for the Cowboys for a little bit. Yeah, that's uh, that's got to make you feel pretty good. My good news of the week, uh, besides the trade rumors going around the Saints, Tyron Matthew, I'm, I'm pretty stoked that he's there's he is in the rumor mill to become a New Orleans Saints. The Pelicans are in 10th place, and the Lakers lost the other night. And that means the Pelicans, without Zion, have a chance for the play-in spot for the NBA playoffs. That being said, our boy Ingram is out seven to ten days with a hamstring, and CJ McCollum oh. just entered the COVID protocols. Oh. So, oh. um, the COVID, COVID, yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> never heard of it. And so, right here at at this finish line we're getting some injuries and we every game counts but right now as we sit as you hear my voice the pelicans are in the nba playoffs i love it playing game hopefully who's wait some uh lakers still behind in 11th is that what you said there were nine there were nine and they currently are nine but they they're starting to drop that gap is starting to close it's like we want that playing game yeah, I don't. I don't know if I want to play the LeBron in a playing game, but I think it'd be pretty hilarious to watch the Lakers lose the Pelicans in a playing game. I mean, obviously, we uh, we want to see that happen. I didn't realize who. I can't believe how much it drops off with the Blazers, who pretty much have had no Dame and did a you know a sell of McCollum to the Pelicans, like are right behind them. So I feel like the Pelicans, even with those injuries and the COVID thing probably uh in a in a pretty good position yeah i'm feeling i'm feeling better at it that's what that's what as a pelicans fan you look for you're like playoff appearances might as well raise banners yeah yeah the a lot of a uh, lot of rumors circulating that the pelicans are going to make an exit from new orleans which makes me sad so that means i just have to buy pelicans gear so when it becomes uh retro uh, like the charlotte hornets like when they disappeared for a little bit and they're and they're jerseys were cool i'm gonna have to do that with a zion williamson like hat or something he's gonna you get that yeah you get that uh the discontinued like a discontinued 100 bill or something that, that's worth a million dollars yeah yeah that's what i'm gonna shoot for 
Um, trainer, yeah, what perfect. is your critical number of the week? Number is seven. Seven. That's. I'll give you a hint. It's Elway's number. Yes. It's also the number of years since the Broncos won the Super Bowl. But there, since Peyton Manning, who won that Super Bowl, there have been seven starting quarterbacks for the Broncos. Seven starting and quarterbacks they for are the Broncos. Brock Osweiler, seven starting quarterbacks since 2015 when he retired. Brock Osweiler took took the reins. Remember him? We made fun of him once upon a time. Yes. Trevor Simeon, your boy. Yep. Paxton Lynch, fan or show favorite. Case Keenum, show favorite. Joe Flacco, Morgan Freeman's old buddy. Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, and now Russell Wilson. So this he will be the eighth. I do like how you just said Joe Flacco was Morgan Freeman's old buddy, like they chummed it up in Clarksdale, Mississippi or something. I know that you meant Morgan Cox, but uh, that's... Who did I say? You said Morgan Freeman and Joe Flacco were buds. <laughs> they or might be. <laughs> they might be, you know? Like, you, you never yeah. know. Like, you never know. Seven starting probably, quarterbacks. Maybe they met at, uh, uh, like, uh, yeah, maybe they met like an Obama White House party. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Maybe. So let's let's unpack this a little bit with Russell Wilson. He has seemed to just gotten stale in Seattle. He's a very weird dude. Every interview that you see with him, he seems to be talking about something else. He's always worried about his image and how he's portrayed in the media. He's a little aloof at times. And he just seems to be like having this next step in his career or in his life beyond football motivation when it comes to like how, how he presents himself. And he's just a weird dude. And I wonder if Pete Carroll was just like enough of this. See you later. Yeah. Pete Carroll's like getting old. I can't chew gum forever on the sideline. I don't want to deal with this for the, my twilight years. Cause he's the oldest coach in the NFL, which is crazy. Um, yeah. The whole Russell Wilson, like he keeps bringing up, we would be better off like his like I, I've never heard a Ciara song, but he seems to think like she's Rihanna or Queen B. Like if they they move to a a bigger market, her career is going to blow up. And I feel like there's some motivations behind the scenes with that. That I do too. Like there there's something there, and he's mentioned the importance of her being in like a more livable city than Seattle. So it's just it's just. It's just weird, and we all know that John Elway cannot draft quarterbacks, and this year's quarterback class is is below, below average. So it's just funny to watch it unfold, and I don't think that anybody really cares. I think everyone looks at it and it's like, Seattle, people are like, okay, he's gone, but I'm not hearing any real backlash from the fan base because they're just like, okay, this guy, we're enough of him. Yeah, I feel like they're kind of like, well, they let Bobby Wagner go, which was like pretty, you know, a big release. So they're just like turning the page. I mean, full rebuild. I mean, you're not looking at Drew Locke saying he's our he's our guy, right? No, oh no, you're looking at Metcalf and you're saying like we're building around a, an elite wide receiver. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> in the NFC East. My critical number. You ready? It's gonna be obvious. I'm ready. Fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> Calvin really? Yeah, so Calvin Ridley got busted betting $1,500 on a couple uh, NFL game parlays while he was away from the team. Um, I'm not sure if he was hurt while he was betting, but I know at one point he left the team for uh, – had an absence for the rest of the year. 
because of he said he was recovering for his mental illness but maybe because calvin ridley used his name and his personal info to set up a DraftKings account that they were like (laughs) yo you just bet on an nfl game you cannot do that and i understand where the nfl is coming from with their harsh punishment of a full season i mean you're looking at you yeah. saw all the tweets and the Instagrams out there saying, well, this person hit his wife. He got two games. Adrian Peterson only got suspended three games for beating his kid, like, and all this, like, domestic violence things. And then you look at Calvin and you look at Calvin Ridley and it's like, oh, he wasn't hurting anybody. But the NFL is so in bed with Vegas and sports gambling that they cannot risk compromising that product if the players have the ability to control the outcomes of the game. So I understand it from the NFL perspective. But honestly, like, he wasn't with the team and he was betting on his team. So, like, no harm, no foul, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean... And it's a, it's not a hurt somebody. It's a hurt something, hurt the brand. If you start to think that doubt starts to creep in, that players are getting into DraftKings accounts and bookies and stuff during the, especially during the season, they may have insider info or they might be on the, on the field damaging the game itself. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, come on, man, get one of your, get one of your homeboys to get online and make an account and you can, you know, bet money through him. Like, don't, don't be this dumb. You cannot get caught. Yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, it, I'm, I'm assuming that there's signage everywhere in the facility too that says like, "Don't bet on games." Like there, yeah. there, there's hundred oh, yeah, percent. There's something he didn't just miss it. He just ignored the information. Yeah, just hide it. Yeah, you, know, you, you won't get in trouble, and yeah, hide it. There's yeah. been plenty of. I mean, you've had your bookie send you uh, your winnings in a book of Kill a Mockingbird or whatever it was. So like. You know, there's ways there's ways around it. You can go offshore or something. The um, what's also what you have to think about is the parallels between two other figures, and that's Pete Rose, who was doing it to the detriment of baseball, and then you look at Michael Jordan, who actually yeah. took a year off from basketball to to go play quote unquote baseball. But in reality, the rumors are not in reality. The rumors are that he was really in a lot of gambling debt. Is Calvin Ridley secretly the same way? They traced the $1,500 and they found more and they're like, just take the year off, let it blow over, and then come back. I, I, I just, the parallel there is so easy to make, but I don't feel like it's on the scale that Michael Jordan was down in, you know, Atlantic City during, you know, Brooklyn or Knicks, um, what's it called, series going to Atlantic City and gambling for the night before a playoff game. I don't, I, it doesn't have that vibe to me. No, not at all. It's definitely not the same, same extreme. I feel like, if anything, Calvin Ridley took took a break for mental health reasons and then got bored and started to feel like I want to be connected to football again and found it through, you know, online gambling, which I have, I'm the same way. But I'm not also, I'm not going to get suspended from my job for a year for doing it. Right. <laughs> right. You're not going to forfeit $11 million. <laughs> well, wait till this comes yeah. public. Uh, you're not forfeiting $11 million, which Calvin Ridley will lose next season for having – a suspension what is your stuck on this week trainer well since i use it at least like twice three times over the past like five weeks or so uh my unstuck so i'm gonna go positive on this one okay last half full 99 day lockout for baseball baseball is back folks and bob manfred won let the players you know kind of settle and grovel back and it's it's going to be okay but you know they didn't they didn't get, they didn't get what they wanted but you know we're gonna have a, a dh in the in the national league isn't that exciting massey 
A DH in the National League. More homers. Chicks dig the long balls. Yep, there you go. Bigger bigger bases for less injuries. I can explain that to you someday. They actually went with bigger bases? <laughs> Why were people opposed? I don't know. Baseball seems so it's- backwards and, and just looks like dying. It's like, what about the tradition of baseball? And everyone in baseball is like, who? Or ever, outsiders like me are like, who cares? Yeah, it's like we're trying to, you know, make something that's going to, it's like kind of like getting improving helmets in, in football to, to relieve concussions. This is like, we don't want as many leg injuries at first base running through, you know, running through the, uh, through the motions and also sliding in the second. It's like, we're trying to improve health here. Not, we're not like trying to beg for money. How do you do that thing called not pulling your hamstring when you step on a base? I've yet to do that. Played one softball season, a couple of kickball seasons, pulled hammies stepping on bases is it gonna fix that problem no no it's gonna happen to you know average softball players like ourselves we don't have cryo chambers and personal trainers but you know we do the best we can we're gritty (laughs) so much tougher than those mlb guys jesus uh my stuck on was that the broncos went after another uh older qb after we figured out that uh, and Russell Wilson, so I'm going to have to make up something else. My stuck on is Aaron Rodgers signs with the Packers, and now we get to stop talking about it, and I like that. That's good. It's kind of an unstuck, too. Yeah, it's an unstuck. Had, that is a stuck, like, at least 40 times. Yeah. yeah 40 times this year, it's been stuck. He, Aaron Rodgers went on his drug journey of ayahuasca and honey and cayenne pepper and Everything exited his body, and he got a clear vision that said, Packers. And he chose the Packers for $153 million guaranteed over the course of the next four years with incentives leading up to $200 million. Aaron Rodgers, you are out of this broadcast, TST. I'm glad the drama's over. We are officially unstuck from Aaron Rodgers. So, trainer, yeah, give we- me – we don't talk about them at all because they're not going to, you know, advance in the playoffs anyway. Yeah. So the next time we talk about Aaron Rodgers will be when he loses in the in the second round, the divisional round of the playoffs, because the <laughs> NFC is going to stink next year. All right. What is your quote slash question of the week, trainer? I got a good one for you. <clears throat> the only thing I can really compare it to, and I know I'll take some heat for this, is Larry David. This season they have a guy that goes to his funeral while he's still alive so people can tell him how good he is i thought it was one of those situations this is tyler hansborough speaking on coach k's retirement tour this season (laughs) yes and there's so much petty stuff that's come out of this uh coach k just to look a little bit forward is my goat of the week so maybe i'll go ahead and and we'll describe the debacle that was coach k's last night in cameron um there was a tribute video to him, to Coach K, obviously, that was narrated by Coach K. His oh. it was senior night for Duke seniors, and no one, no one honored Duke seniors. Which, by the way, we'll go ahead and do it on this show. Joey Baker, Theo, John Bates, Jones, shout out to you. You didn't get a senior night in Cameron. You got one here tonight on TST. Thank you for all your hard work and scoring zero oh, points. Massey move, Massey. Yeah. Did you know Bates Jones is Daniel Jones' younger brother? That had to be a package oh, deal. I forgot. Yeah. I remember hearing his brother played basketball for Duke. I forgot about that. I mean, just to go over some of Coach K's things is that 
he fakes injuries and the losses that Duke incurred while he was faking injuries, he did not get on his resume. So he's still like the highest winning percentage coach. Like he just, he didn't make the tournament one year. He is, he also, he does not play power five schools on the road anymore. He, not for the last like 10 years. And besides the Big Ten ACC challenge, he doesn't play any road games that are worth anything. He tried to call out call the NCAA and try to manipulate it so he could have he could be in the division that was closest to his home so he didn't have to travel as much. What and the NCAA was like, no, this is the NCAA tournament. What are you talking about, Coach K? Um he had all his former players there and it was just like the who's who of just people you would love to slap in the face in a dark alley. (laughs) Um Grayson Allen wasn't there, but that's the first person that comes to mind. JJ Reddick uh, Christian Leitner. Um, he says he wants to spend more time with his family. His family is grown up. His daughter is the athletic director at Duke. Like that. What do you mean you want to spend more time with your family? That time has gone and passed. You're 80 years old, Coach K. Uh, the pettiness and the handshake lines where he refuses to shake some people's hands that he feels like that got disrespected him. The fact that after the game, he shushed the crowd. The crowd started cheering for him. He's like, "No, be quiet. Let me let me tell you something. I'm Coach K. This was unacceptable." It's like he yells at journalists, like like the school newspaper Duke undergrads. He yells at them. He's like, "He's he's been like this forever." And people, ninety nine percent of the people see this and hate him. And the one percent are like, "How could you hate Coach K? He's the, like the greatest of all time." You're like, "Dude, screw that guy. I'm gonna miss him in a sick way." So I got two things out of that rant, which was a great rant. A lot of good stats, bullet points. You came prepared. I love it. Um, he doesn't want to work with his daughter, so he's like an Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't like his family. Yes. And number two, speaking of the ACC Big Ten Challenge, if only Jawan Howard would have been on the other side of that uh, UNC loss and just gotten to you know, punch him right in his dye- tie-dyed-haired face. Rat face. Coach K would not survive – the air that Jawan Howard, if Jawan Howard missed a punch on Coach K, just the air created by the fist going through, through and past Coach K's face, he would crumble in a in a bound of dust. You'd just be like, "Oh my back!" Oh, it's a, like no one even. Visual. What a what a fit. Yeah. So Coach K, you're my goat of the week. Oh man, it was like a funeral out there. And they they waited for the to do the ceremony for after the game, and they ended up losing by 13 points. It's like, <laughs> you suck, you know it. Like I this for the season that UVA is having, watching Coach K lose his final Cameron Indoor Stadium after the hellacious retirement tour. I mean, Roy Williams just came out in like mid-April and was like, yeah, man, I'm done. I think that's it. I'm Roy Williams. Peace out, guys. And Coach K's like, where's all my presents? Apparently, he wasn't honored well enough at UNC, so he got all butthurt from that and was, like, mad at UNC because they're like, where's my bronze trophy that I've been receiving at half court at every other arena? It's so dumb. It's over. It's dumb. Love it. All right. Love it. Good for the Tar Heels. Yeah, good for the Tar Heels for not pulling out the red carpets. And, yeah, what a cringe humor fest that was where he's like, no, everybody sit down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what I did today. Yeah. Like, <laughs> where's my bench? 
and they honored him with some bench. I forgot what it was. I mean, it was Coach K court, Coach K's bench, Coach K's locker room. I don't know who Cameron is for Cameron Indoor, but that's he's probably erase that. It's going to be Coach K's indoor stadium with Coach K's court. Like it's so gross. I'm I'm yeah, getting old, old, old John old John Cameron's rolling around his grave. Yeah, I'm just getting mad thinking about it. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy. Like part of my life will have less stress in it because Coach K is not coaching basketball anymore. He's probably going to sit in the bleachers behind behind the uh, bench and still coach. Well, he's a lot like Urban Meyer, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's coaching an NBA team next year and you know doing lap dances at local bars. That doesn't seem quite on brand, but uh, I, I would love to see that. What is your quote slash question of the week? Or did we just do that? You just did yours. It's mine. Yeah. All right. Yeah, your turn. Here is my quote of the week. My name is getting shamed. Westbrook, to me, is now shaming. It's shaming my name. Russell Westbrook. Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook, double headline show, first time in six years. Yes. The fact that he is calling out fans for calling him Westbrook is so funny to me. That is like, I've been heckled at a game before. Like, you just have to keep going. And you brick a lot of shots. It's funny. That's funny to me. It's perfect. You're on, Lakers. Also, yeah. you're on the Lakers. Yeah, you're on the Lakers. You're a ball dominant point guard with uh with another point guard that can shoot better on the same roster. So like what do you want me to do? Some some of the shots are going off the backboard, so Russell Westbrook's not even that accurate. <laughs> yeah, he's actually more they're giving him more uh more credit than he should have. Yeah, it's like, well, that when you brick it, you're at least close. You're closer to making the shot. Yeah, it's very getting funny how NBA players are starting to clap back. I understand like getting spit on or having popcorn thrown at you, or people saying yeah. slurs yeah. or something. But a friendly jab and you can't handle it just shows me that you're cracking or you've always been mentally soft and don't know don't understand how to do it. Yeah, there's a lack of lack of thick skin in this situation i don't know why i mean he he's only played for you know houston's a big market it's not a big basketball city but he's played for the thunder the rockets when they're terrible and the wizards so he's like this la thing is just not working out even though he's from there and he went to ucla once upon a time i mean L, yeah that's a great point la should embrace him but la is a while it is a bad sports town, it is a good basketball town. And when LeBron James got there and someone made a mural that said King of L.A., they went and, like, spray-painted it over it. They're like, no, you got to win championships in order to be respected around here. And if you're doing poorly and you start heckling your players because you want better players, then you are you have that right as a fan base. I have the right to make fun of Zion Williamson's weight because I'm a Pelicans fan. If my starting, quarter, if my starting point guard stunk, and his name fit perfectly with Brick, then I would have the right to say that. Yeah, it's right there. It's right there. It's the, it's such a layup of a great play on words pun to throw it Westbrook's way, and he and he's earned it. What? Okay, yeah, you're right. Enough of Russell Westbrook. What is your goat of the week, trainer? My goat of the week. Speaking of Duke. 
Unfortunately, Duke beat them after this happened. Buddy Bayheim punched a boy named Wyatt right in the wiener around the uh, free throw line. Syracuse then lost the AC tournament. And the good news is we no longer have to see his dad's stupid, silly putty looking nose in March because Syracuse is out. They're terrible this season. But Buddy Bayheim is my goat of the week. Goat for us old school guys used to mean like, a goat was bad. So this is going back to the classic version of goat of the week. Yeah. Okay. I, I loved it. I saw it yeah. and I, and I just assumed that there was probably some cheap things going on in basketball. That's how you get away with stuff. And as you just hide it on transitions or you step on somebody's foot or you run behind them when you know, they're sprinting and trip them up a little bit, plenty of ways to do it as an undersized four. I know exactly all the tricks, the trade of how to get to people and it looks like Buddy Bayham just got caught punching that dude, and he just doubled over. If he would have never doubled over, I don't. I think he would have gotten away with it. He should have. I blame it on the. I victim blame. I blame it on the FSU player for not being tough enough to oh. to fight through it and get Buddy Bayham back. Devil's advocate. I like it. Go the other way. I mean, yeah, it it, it was a. Um, it was blatant when it slowed down on national television. So fair enough. There are little little uh, cute ticky tacky things you can do and to be a to be uh, considered a sportsman yeah i mean none of my a only only a couple a, game. a gamesman only a couple of my uh basketball games were nationally televised you know just 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 a couple oh and just by the way uh uh five national championships in 42 years for coach k come on are you really the greatest of all time it took you four decades to win five come on come on bro not yet Let's divide that. That's yeah. That's not a very good percentage. He did. He was getting paid nine point seven million dollars a year, which I did not know. Very sh- sh- was shook when I learned that news. Yeah, Coach. that's a quiet contract. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Um. So now, are we ranking the uh, the NFL divisions by? The overall quarterback. Can you explain to me what the assignment was? I think I did it, but I, I need you to explain to the audience what this next segment holds. Yeah, so it's it's basically like we're going through now present day. We're, we're not, you know, we're not going to predict what's going to happen in the NFL draft. It's just how these each division, how what their quarterback crop looks like, what kind of grade would you give them, A through F. Um, based collectively off the talent pool they have for each team, teams of four, obviously, uh, in each division. Now that we've had a couple free agency moves, a trade, and a couple contracts signed, what things are looking like uh, going into next year? All right, where do where do, are we ranking the overall? Meaning, like, there's eight divisions, and we're giving them one through eight, or we're we doing it by yeah, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. Well, let's let's start. What? Where should we start? The bottom or the or the top? Meaning, like number eight or number. Yeah, one? Yeah, start at the bottom. Yeah, go to number eight. Who's your number eight? Okay, my number eight is the AFC South. That is the Ooh, Titans. Really? Yes, that is the Titans, the Colts, the Jags, and the Texans. Now, let me remind you that okay. Ryan Tannehill and the Titans had a one seed going into this year's playoffs, and they blew it because Ryan Tannehill can't make plays. The Colts, they Sam Sam Ellinger is their current starter for the Colts. He, yeah, 
the Jags, Trevor Lawrence, he's not going to do anything until later. I mean, I, I think the Jags are in, are going to be helpless just like they always are. And the Texans, Davis Miles, he's famous for throwing six interceptions in a game. They won four games last year, and they fired their head coach when they had nobody. Four games was four games more than I thought they would win. So I think they are the last division when it comes to quarterbacks in the NFL. Fair enough, fair enough. And I would like I would say the only reason I actually put Houston as maybe still having Deshaun because nothing has moved there yet. The needle hasn't moved. So they have Trevor Lawrence, Tannehill, Deshaun, and Ellinger. I have them seventh. Um, unfortunately, only uh in front of behind them is the other part of the South, the NFC South. I think Blaine Gabbert is Tampa Bay's quarterback. Uh Matt Ryan is Atlanta's for now. Carolina doesn't have one. And New Orleans, the he's doing um, Dancing with the Stars on on uh, workout balls right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll admit, I put the NFC South as my seventh. Um, okay, so we're, yeah, we're pretty close there. Yeah, so we uh, our current, the Saints' current, current quarterback is throwing balls from the push-up <laughs> position while balancing while balancing one arm on a medicine ball and dodging dogs in a backyard. It is like I love it, but uh, also part of me is like I don't think that's it, man. Um, Matt Ryan. It feels like Atlanta might go in the draft and get a quarterback to replace Matt Ryan. Tampa Bay. Yeah. Um, Blaine Gabbert and Kyle Trask. You might remember Kyle Trask from having the worst. Uh, what is what's the little facial thing? Hair? Facial hair, yes, but the little part of your beard that's right under your lip that you look like you probably play shortstop in the minor leagues. It's called in the in Soul the Urban patch. Dictionary. They'd be called a flavor saver. Okay, well he's got terrible facial hair. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I put the NFC South as my seventh worst division. Now I'll let you go here since I went first the other time. Who is your sixth ranked division? All right, this one's this one's tough. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with my my home team. Go NFC East. We're gonna stick with the NFC after I did NFC South last time. Um, we got Hall of Famer, you know, on his way, Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got when we got Wince Wince. Uh, what did I? Uh, Winsington DC. Excuse me. I almost said Winsylvania. That's in the <laughs> past. Uh, Jalen Hurts and Daniel Jones. So that was my uh, sixth place team division. Absolutely correct. Um, I had the same thing. Daniel Jones, they say they're going to keep him, but you have to imagine that the, the new Giants no. front of the off, no. front house is going to be like later after the season and once things stabilize. Carson Wentz is in Washington, D.C. to die. Um, Jalen Hurts, they actually put in some packages here for Jalen Hurts that allow to do what he does best, and that is be a dual-threat quarterback, and he's a great runner, pass when you have to. So – I don't think Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback, but I feel like the Eagles have put him in the best position for success. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. For yeah, they've they've kind of Lamar Jacksonified him a bit in their offense. I'd say he's his trajectory, his needles up. We're a big Jalen Hurts show. Yeah, probably my favorite college football player in the past like twenty years um, because of what he went through and how successful he was and his attitude. Yeah, um, and I was almost dying at. 
FedEx field because uh, Dan- Daniel Snyder can't pay <laughs> for a fence railing. Um, I completely <laughs> forgot that he literally – his career was almost over because FedEx field is falling <laughs> apart. And Jalen Hurts wrote an open letter to the NFL and said, hey, what are you going to do about this? And there was just mom, nothing. Yeah. They're like, oh, don't yeah, worry. I, I swim love- down there. I got the maintenance crew to add a couple quarter-inch machine bolts to it. Don't worry. <laughs> Those fences are safe, Jalen. Like, what the hell? Yeah. All right. He he unfortunately gets less credit because because he's in the Philly market and Philly's mean. The fan base is that at least they boot Santa Claus and Ja Rule. Um, I'd say Whoa. that he is underappreciated, but his uh, his needles up. All right, my fifth. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick my fifth one, and that is I'm staying in the NFC, the NFC North. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Are we seriously cycling this much? Okay. Aaron Rodgers is an elite quarterback. And is a future Hall of Famer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that yeah, does so. not make up for the fact that Jared Cook plays for the Lions, Kirk Cousins plays for the Vikings, and Justin Fields plays for the Bears. That being said, we have not seen all of Justin Fields yet, but that does not count into our rankings here. I think he's got a lot of room to grow. I think Kirk Cousins has hit a ceiling. He's the, the, what else can he do besides – hand the ball off to Dalvin Cook and do checkdowns. Like, that's Kirk Cousins' game. And Jared Cook, unfortunately, is just bad. He's just not a good quarterback. <laughs> he's just not good. So, he's, not, he's not good at his job. No, no, no. Uh, you're, <laughs> it's, it's Jared Goff. That, oh, that I'm sums sorry. up this division. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Goff. I wrote down Jared Goff, and I kept saying yeah. Jared Cook. Yeah. Morgan Move Freeman, Morgan Freeman and Joe Flacco were buds. Yeah. This is – this show, don't come to this show for facts. Oh my God! Why? No, I, I, yeah, I mean, go ahead. Yeah, yeah I, I put them ahead of the NFC East just because I give Fields a a pass for last year. You know, obviously a, a superior um, player quarterback to like the talent they've had at quarterback for a long time. Uh, maybe outside of Jay Cutler smoking cigs and being able to throw the ball out of the stadium, but that's about it. Um, so I put them ahead of the NFC East, and Kirk Cousins is a middle-of-the-pack guy. So, yeah, I mean, it's not as bad as the NFC East. All right, what's your, we're, we're going uh, descending order here. What's your number four? Ooh. Number four, I'm going to go with the AFC. Ooh, oh, man. Say that again, AFC, AFC. East? AFC East, yeah, I'm going to go AFC East. All right, so that's the Bills with Josh Allen, the Patriots with Mac Jones. Might be Rookie of the Year. Was he Rookie of the Year? Dolphins with Tua. Offensive Player of the Year? Oh, the Dolphins with Tua and the Jets with Zach Wilson. Josh Allen being absolutely elite. Mac Jones, sorry about that, folks. My computer's telling me things to do. Mac Jones being having a great rookie campaign. Tua, we don't know the identity of Tua yet. He's he seems to be still out there, although there are some believers, and you see some of the manipulated stats. And you're like, okay, he's pretty good. And then you have Zach Wilson, who's just gonna who's just dead and gone in Jets. The Jets cannot do. Jets cannot have nice things. So Zach Wilson, no matter how good you are with skill wise, you're you're toast, bud. <laughs> you're toast, Beaver. Yeah, I mean, this is a top-heavy, like the NFC North, Josh Allen being elite. Mac Jones having limitations, but obviously, you know, having a great rookie campaign. 
and going to the playoffs with the Patriots. Uh, Tua, I feel like the downward swing is going for him, um, and he's going to have to be in a new system again. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, TBD. But it was, it was a close race uh, for me for fourth. So my fourth place, I had, I had that – I had the AFC East as third. My fourth place was the NFC West. Mm-hmm. That was my – yeah, I was almost tied. Okay, so the Rams have Matthew Stafford. The Cardinals have Kyler Murray. The petty, petty Kyler Murray. Millennial, Gen Z or Kyler Murray. The Seahawks have Drew Locke, so that obviously pushed them down in the rankings. And then the 49ers have – are we saying Jimmy G? Yeah. No, I mean, I, this is – yeah, that's where I, I broke the tie basically because I like Trey Lance and Jimmy G more than I like Tua and Zach Wilson, even yeah. though they're on the same – team and jimmy g might get traded i like trey lance uh as a prospect better than both tua and wilson okay um and then obviously drew lock brings drags this uh this grade down a bit kyler's pissed off already um but stafford has a super bowl win so i i also have that as a tiebreaker okay that's that's a good call i just am on my on a recent hate train of kyler murray and his instagram shenanigans um i totally get it jimmy g at the 49ers jimmy g wins games so uh, I had Trey Lance written down, so maybe that's why I bumped him down to number four. But you said everything perfectly. Kyler Murray is a great talent when healthy. Matthew Stafford obviously is Super Bowl champion, so what else needs to be said there? Um, what is your third-place team, trainer? Third-place squad, division. There it is. Third-place, that was third, – NFC West was my third, so we'd be on two because that was your – you were fourth and you had AFC East third. I got lost in the draft. All right. I think I know what you're going to say for your number two. So go ahead. Yeah, it's going to be uh, AFC champion Joe Burrow's division with the AFC North, uh, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson. And then it drops a little bit to Baker Mayfield. And then it takes a full on Grand Canyon dive down to question mark. Uh, Mason Rudolph draft pick. I don't know. Yeah. Pittsburgh. <laughs> That's exactly where I was. And and who carries this division is Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, our two yeah. elite quarterbacks and Baker Mayfield. The jury's kind of out on him. He seems banged up some. Um, there's been some grumblings around Cleveland. They, they want him to stay because they can't go through the whole drama of having 15 quarterbacks in 11 years. Baker Mayfield is stable. How about that? Yeah, he's stable. He's he's he has more upside than Kirk Cousins, but he's at least Kirk Cousins. And he's got good. He's got good attitude. Sense. He's got he's got like a yeah. don't mess with me attitude, and he has what you want out of a QB one attitude. Where Kirk Cousins is just kind of a dork that plays quarterback. Yeah, I feel like Baker could handle uh, from the dog pound if they called him Russell Westbrook. He could probably handle that. Yeah, he's probably handled that and more. And so we're in agreement for number two, the AFC North. The number one, obviously, it's worth talking about. The AFC West, the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, a $500 million man. Raiders, Derek Carr, who is sneaky good this season had a really good season and he throws a great moon ball by the way i was watching a couple of those games this year and i was like oh (laughs) look at that that touched the that touched the ceiling um he plays for the raiders the chargers justin herbert up and coming it seems like it is going to be inevitable that he is going to be an all pro quarterback in his next uh however long his career lasts and then the new uh, acquisition for the broncos russell wilson 
who immediately takes them from no one to playoff contender. How about that? I won't say a Super Bowl contender. I want to. I mean, they got Melvin Gordon at running back. They have four great wide receivers, and their defense is pretty good. So let's bump them up. Let's bump them up to AFC champion-style uh, uh, expectations here. What say you, trainer? Yeah, yeah agreed. Russell uh, Russell Wilson has a – they had to lose Noah Fant in the trade, which is a, is a loss at tight end. He was a sweet first-round pick for the Broncos a couple years ago, but it's the juice is worth the squeeze on that trade. Um, he's got good receivers, uh, Jerry, your, your boy, Judy. Um, and yeah, the defense is, is good, young and strong. Uh, they picked um, Sertan, Sertan last year over Justin Fields. So then they end up getting their quarterback in the end, which is good. Yep. And yeah, I felt like this was always going to be the landing spot for, I always thought this was going to be the landing spot for Deshaun if the Panthers didn't get him. Yeah. So it's um, Russell Westbrook is, you know, puts them in that elite, elite AFC quarterback realm. Russell Wilson, and I wonder if uh, I wonder if he's like contacted his teammates yet, uh, or where he's moving in in Denver. I just see Russell Wilson making a big to do about it. I don't know. He drives me nuts. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he's he's already read a script from his agent to like read on every phone call with every player that he's that he's playing with. Uh, Justin, yeah, uh, Herbert, obviously. The big biggest up and comer besides Burrow in the AFC had a had a massive year after having a really good rookie year. Uh, as long as Derek Carr doesn't take a nosedive off off the hill, this uh, yeah this division in the next five years, saying let's say Russell Wilson has four to five years left in him at a you know awesome playing at an awesome clip. This is a ridiculous division. I don't even, and I don't even need to uh, mention J- J- Jordan Mahomes' brother. What's that guy's name? Oh, I don't know. Um, I saw I you saw know, that TikTok he, guy. Yeah, I saw that his TikToks are kind of lame. Um, let's go a step further. Let's rank the quarterbacks in this position. You have Derek Carr, Justin yeah. Her- Herbert, Russell Wilson, and Patrick Mahomes. Give me give me your best rankings there. Ooh. For this coming year or for five years? Um, no, no, no. For the for the la- for for the seasons they've had up to now, not expectations. How are they up to now? When you get into training camp and you're like, okay, these are the quarterbacks and their rankings based on past performance. Yeah, I'd go Mahomes first, Russell Wilson second, uh, Herbert, and then Carr. I would switch. I would switch Herbert and Wilson. I think he might be the third best quarterback in this division. Russell Wilson is. Yes, that is a hard sentence to say because it's like he is so good but he might be the third best quarterback in this division. It's going to be so much fun to watch these guys play twice a year. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I, I would say Herbert and Russ Wilson are pretty close to me. Um, and yeah, if, like I said, Derek Carr doesn't take a nosedive and the next regime GM coach situation in, I guess it's Josh McDaniels. If they can continue to improve upon him and not ever give up on him, then yeah, this division's silly, but yeah, Herbert Russell Wilson is close. Herbert obviously has the, upside going forward sports fans that's all the time we have for you this week it's worth mentioning that virginia is done the season is over virginia lost by 20 points to the tar heels tonight the red hot unc tar heels (laughs) Uh, i didn't turn around i forgot the game was yeah i've been watching the game over your shoulder the whole time it's like this looks bad 
I will say this to close out UVA UVA basketball season, which we love dearly. UVA basketball is the thing that gets me going. I know who they are. I know their positions. I know their roles. I feel like Tony Bennett right now is in a rebuilding phase at Virginia. That takes three to five years. There is something with Shedrick. There is something with Murphy. Kihei is going to have to be guard. There is something very great about Reese Beekman. He he's puts himself in position to score. He puts himself in his position to guard and steal the ball. Shedrick is disruptor. Caro coming off the bench because of his death in the front court. The backcourt with Beekman, we're just going to need another shooter. Amon Franklin was not our guy this year. We need a shooter to complement Reese Beekman. We need a primary ball handler that hopefully Beekman can turn into. And if we can get one or two more shooters, and I don't know if we can go and get them in the transfer portal, but somewhere on this team, we have to find the three-point shot, and we will be able to return to the NCAA tournament either in the next and be a force in the ACC in the next couple of years. But the variables are tough. Yeah, no. I mean, well said. I'd say if we're not going to cover the NIT tournament, which we probably shouldn't, uh, shout out to Kihei Clark. Great. I hate I hate all the hate that you got, but you did uh, did us a service in nineteen. That that's the thing that I cannot throw hate towards Kihei Clark because he made the best college basketball play I've ever seen for my team to yep. keep my hopes alive. He also had a big couple of threes against Oregon in two thousand nineteen that go missed, but they started having to guard him and which opened up the entire floor. You will be saluted on your way out the door it is an honorable discharge of kia clark to the rest of the world so kia thank you for your service moving on we are moving on from you bud end of an era sports fans download our podcast and we're teton sports talk rate review download delete download again all right that's it that's all